Hi and welcome to the VR Gaming Podcast, a podcast and commentary about VR gaming, VR news, VR hardware, and VR reviews. I'm Nick Lane, and with me is Justin Davis. As always, Justin, what is up? What's going on? Hey, Nick. I just got out of an arcade game that I was playing. I was trying to beat the game, and I was worried that I wasn't going to have enough time to beat it before I got into this one. It's an arcade game called Monster Maulers, where you you fight like kaiju monsters and stuff. And then I ended up beating it and having enough time to go into Left 4 Dead really fast, the, the VR mod. And test something out there, and I just made it in time. Dude, you're this, uh, this is this is pretty good on a Sunday morning. You're really uh, incredibly productive with the uh, video gaming. Yeah, well, I I only have a certain amount of time before you know I I, I do daddy daycare, so like I got to get as much as I can get in. Um, nice. So yeah, I get I I get pretty productive. Oh well, yeah. well, good. I'm I, I'm I'm looking at your your monthly recap. It's been about a a little less than a month and a half since we've done a show, so I, mm-hmm. I think things slowed down a little bit in some ways, especially in, in VR in terms of the release of games. Yeah, and um, I'm kind of in the same scenario. I was I was talking to Justin before we hit record. Um, I've been way busier with work, um, so my hobbies take the backseat. But then also coinciding with that, well, there's a num- number of things. So my 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 load is light. Um, there's been a dearth of like really good VR releases or anything that's tempting me to jump in. And then um, living in Buffalo, New York, we're in the season now where like every day is like heaven in terms of being beautiful and being able to go outside. And uh, it, it makes you forget about the cold, dark winters when you're trapped inside. But thankfully, that's when the VR is my saving grace. So long story short, I've been out, out outside like every day I, I can possibly go outside and between work. So I've been uh, my, my VR load is light, but thankfully, Justin, as always, is is, uh, is a trooper and has an extensive list. So let's jump in and talk about what you've been playing for the last month. Okay, because our last show, we didn't have time to talk about what, we, what we've been playing. This is, you know, a pretty big list here. So uh, I played Warplanes Battles Over Pacific. We got free keys for that. We're going to review it later. Um, so Outer Wilds, Echoes of the Eye. Echoes of the Eye is DLC for Outer Wilds, and Outer Wilds has a free VR mod, and it's one of the best VR mods that's out there. I love Outer Wilds. So this Echoes of the Eye DLC, it's unique in that you once you go into the game, you don't even know how to get to it. Like you have to figure stuff out just to even find it, and it's 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 really unique. And once you find the DLC, like the first moment that you experience that, it's one of the most amazing things I've ever seen in VR. So, like, just for seeing that alone, I, I think it's worth it. But if you're someone that doesn't like, you know, puzzle games, like this is a really hard puzzle game. It's an exploration mystery kind of puzzle game thing, and there's no combat. But it's, it's you've never seen anything like it in your life. And I'm not going to spoil why that is. Um, but one thing that might annoy people in this, about this game is it's kind of like the movie Groundhog Day. There's a time loop where it just keeps repeating. So you're going to do the same, a lot of the same things over and over and over. And Nick, I don't think that's something you want to be doing. I heard puzzle and yeah. doing the same thing over and over. And that seems like I'd be stuck in a, like a hell loop. Yeah. Yeah. For someone like you, definitely. I'm crazy. Something's wrong with me where I don't know. I, I don't mind it. Like I could play a Mario game and die a hundred times and keep going. 
and keep trying. Um, well, you're not alone though. I mean, first of all, Outer Wilds is a popular yeah. game, from mm-hmm. my understanding, right? Like, yeah. Um, so I, I might be more in the minority. I don't know. Most, a lot of people I've talked to have tried Outer Wilds. They didn't get it, and they just kind of gave up. But it's it's really hard. I mean, just figuring out what you're supposed to be doing. It, it's kind of a steep learning curve. And I did have to use some some online guides to figure some stuff out. I'll admit that. But I recommend it for sure. Um, so I beat Outer Wilds, you know, a while back. But I, I beat Echoes of the Eye. Um, so that's why I put that here. Uh, so the big, I think the biggest news lately has been the Resident Evil 8 and Resident Evil 7. Those VR mods got full room scale and motion control support. So now you can play those and it feels pretty much like a native VR game, both of them. So I beat Resident Evil 8 and I loved it. And I played a little bit of Resident Evil 7. I haven't gotten to play much of that, but I already beat that on PSVR when that came out. But I intend to beat Resident Evil 7. And Resident Evil 3, I'm close to beating. And I want to recommend, there's a guy named Ashok that did this smooth movement mod for Resident Evil 2 and 3. I, I strongly recommend to get that mod because those games are meant to be third person and when you move you kind of there's like this head bob and kind of swaying thing that goes on that the it's because the third person characters they do that these swaying movements and for some reason the the original modder prey dog wasn't able to get that movement like out of your your camera view but this guy ashok did something where he um he's able to stabilize the the root bone in the character's animation so it just stays nice and smooth when you move so it looks just like see resident evil 8 and 7 are first person games like you know so there's nothing weird with those two but resident evil with this mod it, it makes resident evil 3 and 2 feel just as good as 7 and 8. um so i'm close to beating 3 and once i beat that i'll probably then i'll probably just go all the way through resident evil 7. um so Nick, you're playing Resident Evil Two, right? But you haven't had enough time to play it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm uh, I'm really excited about these mods. I I have been playing Resident Evil Two. It I keep on downloading the nightly updates when I do hop back in, and, and just like I was like, this is awesome. Like the game just gets better. It just gets it. Get, I've I've got it at a point where it's, it's running pretty damn smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I, I t- when I hop in, I tend to play until I get stuck at a place and then I'll walk away for like, it could be like even a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, like, I don't know if I'm ever, when I, how many years it's going to take me to get through these games, but I, maybe when uh, the seasons change and I'm playing more VR, that's going to be my go to thing. But yeah, I was in there within the, uh, a few days ago um, because Deep Rock mod wasn't working just because of something with the, uh, the base game. So I was like, I'll go back into Resident Evil, but I'm stuck in. Um, I'm a part where you like meet. I think it's Mr. X. If that does that make sense? Is that his yeah. name? Yeah, the big the big ass dude is chasing you around. Yeah, and um, he's just chasing me. And I don't know where to go. So like, I tried that. I tried to figure it out a couple times. It's not like I'm spending a, a lot on it. But whenever I get stuck, it's like, this is this is the thing. Like, there's so many games to play. There's so little time. Like, mm-hmm. and when I I'll give it like a an honest effort, and then I'm like, all right, I need to go to a guide or something because I just want to move on with the game. Like, I, I love the game. I love the atmosphere. I, I'm like, I love where this is going to take me. So, yeah, I'm excited to 
beat that and get through that. And then I got Resident Evil 3 to look forward to. And then um, 7 and 8, right? That's the, Those are the next mods. Yeah. Um, the good news in, with my approach is that these mods only get better the longer I wait to play it. So mm-hmm. it's, it's it's like a win-win. But yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm committed. I really want to play these games. Um, I think that's awesome. Maybe, who knows, maybe I'll even have a better video card by the time I, I get to the other ones. Um, yeah, so you, you probably put down your shadows. That's an important thing. Put your shadow level like down to like medium or maybe even low. That helps a lot with performance also. Sometimes you have to lower your super sampling a little bit if you have any performance issues. But it sounds like you figured it out. Yeah, it's all good. I've, it's been very playable. I think I've got the uh, Shook mod going. Mm-hmm. It's still a little like a little kind of janky on Resident Evil 2. Like there's uh, like an yeah. extra step the character takes or something. Or I see yeah. like I see like my, my body in a weird position. But yeah. Um, you know, like whenever I loaded up after not playing for a while, I was like, oh, this is weird. But then when I get into, it, I'm like, uh, you know, kind of forget all about it. Cause you definitely get into that world and it's, um, just grateful to be able to play these games. Yeah. Well, like when you try to like back up really fast or run backward, like the, yeah, the body will rotate in a weird, weird way. Correct. Yeah. Like it doesn't match your view, but it, it'll, it ends up fixing itself. It's not a big deal. Not a, not a big deal. Not anything yeah. to keep you from, uh, playing this game, which is yeah. uh, great. I try, I'm trying to remember what I did against Mr. X, but like I, what I did, I looked at my map a lot and there's a way you can switch between floors. Um, I, I don't remember if I had to use like a special, you know, input mapping that somebody did or I had to make it myself. But I think I just had to look at the map and figure out where have I not been and where do I need to go? Like that was, I really can't remember what I did. Again, but he chases you a lot in that game. There's a lot of different scenarios where he just appears out of nowhere, and you gotta deal with him. I don't. You can't kill him, so like yeah. don't waste don't waste your ammo on him. Yeah, I know. I gotta. I don't know where to go. It's like one of those moments where you get stuck, and like the game yeah. kind of comes to a halt, and it gets a little frustrating, right? Like I think those yeah. are. This, it's like why I've never really played a Resident Evil game, or maybe I tried and I get to a point. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I'm just gonna go play a multiplayer shooter, right? Like that's yeah. that's where my mind's at. But I I really want to get through. I mean, again, everything's different in VR, and um, horror games in VR to me are where it's at for sure. Like I yeah. I love it. I, I I cannot say no to them if it's a good game. Yeah, there's nothing I want to play more than Resident Evil games right now. They're I mean, I love horror. I love, uh, and they're also like they appeal to my whole like exploration puzzle solving side of me. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can deal with the, like the light puzzle solving in Resident Evil. It just kind of mm-hmm. moves you around the map, and you get a part. You know, like it keeps yeah. it going forward. And it's, it's not like, and and thankfully we, we you know there's guides. You know, like growing up, you and I are, are relatively the same age. Like you know, back in the day, like you get stuck on a game, like. <laughs> you're either done with the game or you're just yeah. going to dedicate that small small portion of your life banging your head against the wall until you figure it out. Yeah. yeah. As a kid, there were games that took me years to beat. Yeah. Yeah, so then uh, you talked about Deep Rock Galactic. I, I played that. I didn't I, – the VR mod, I didn't play it – get to play it a lot. I only went in a single-player game, and I was just trying to figure out the controls because I've only done the tutorial in the flat game. And I know you said I need to play it more flat to learn what to do in the, but it was telling me I needed to mine a specific thing. I could find that thing to mine, but then it was something like, go find this sack. And like, I found what I thought looked like little alien sacks on the ground, but I couldn't figure out a way to pick them up. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Um, so there's, uh, 
depending on the mission, there's a lot of different objectives in that game, a lot of different yeah. missions. So not in particular, I, I think I figured out to pick things up. It's on, on the left index controller. I think it's the B button will pick things up. Okay. Um, so yeah, let's, let's talk about, let's talk about deep rock because we, you know, we had the interview with the modding team last month, which was, which was great. I've been looking forward to this game and, um, it's, it's funny when I actually had a moment to play it, like I was out of town when it got released, the mod, when I actually had a moment to play it, like deep rock, like the base game, the 2d game was having an issue where like none of the mods were working and you would get like a black screen, just loading the game up. And so that, that was a that was just bad timing so then like i think yeah. the next day it got resolved so i finally got in i spent maybe 45 minutes um first of all it looks really really cool being in the caves agreed um you know as i as my my assumption prior to playing the vr mod you know i, I looked at this game i was like oh you know I, I have over 20 hours into the single player i only got the game because of the mod I knew there was a mod, and um, I knew it would look cool, and it definitely looks cool, and it runs great. Like I didn't have to. Uh, there were some suggestions in the Discord of like turning things down, so I, I turned them down. But other than that, I didn't have to play with anything more. I didn't. I didn't. I haven't pushed the limits. I haven't brought out my FPS. It just. It got in. It just kind of was running smoothly once you get into the cave. Um, you know, yeah, the only place it didn't for me was in that main spaceship area. Yeah. And that's not bad. Like that's not mm-hmm. bad. I, I I was definitely confused by some things in the main spaceship area. Like I I couldn't open things when I tried to. I was trying to go to like the upgrades or switch my character, and it things weren't working. And I don't know if they ever will, or if I was doing something wrong, or they're not implemented. So it's still in. I think it's they're still saying this is in beta, right? Like this mod. Yeah. Um, so there's definitely jank in there. Um, I, I did a mission by myself and I was probably half an hour in and then I got stuck in like an object that no matter what I did, I couldn't get out. So it sucks. I was almost done with that mission. So I couldn't finish it. Um, and then were I you, think the, God, were you drilling into a wall and then you got stuck or something? No. Okay. No. Yeah. It was something else. Um, the other thing that I wasn't aware of, and maybe I missed this during our interview or somewhere, is that like what's cool about Deep Rock Galactic, it's really a co-op game that you if you don't want to play this game by yourself. You can, but that's not where the fun is. And what you want to do, there's there's four classes of miners. There's an engineer, there's a scout, there's a gunner, um, there's a driller. Like you wanna have four people playing and everybody is like one of those. Well, when you use the mod, and this, I guess this probably goes for any mod in Deep Rock. They are, it's a mod-friendly game. Everybody else has to have that same mod. And I didn't realize that. And I joined, you know, I, I hosted a game and, you know, nobody was joining. I was like, what the hell is going on? Because normally in Deep Rock, they're, like, there's such a healthy player base. It's huge. Like, you host a game, like, somebody will immediately always join. You'll have, like, a full squad. So that was kind of, that was kind of a, a bummer that I'm like, oh, no, like, the whole fun of it is playing with other people. So now if I want to do the VR, like I really have to organize like a group of friends and schedule time. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm guessing that discord will, f- we could find people to play with, but that's, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a huge, like took the wind out of my sails for me. And there's, you know, that's not like their, the modders fall. That, I guess that's just the way the game works. Hmm. I, I wish though I could just play seamlessly with um, everybody else in cross play. Cause this game 
Justin is on a, on like um, it's on Xbox. I, I assuming it's on a PlayStation. Like it's crossplay. So there's a lot of people that play this game, and that's where the fun is. So you and I can set up a time to play. I'd mm-hmm. be happy to. Um, it still wouldn't be the same experience um, without two other people. Would be my oh, argument. Okay. But well, maybe um, maybe two other people in the Discord. Maybe. Yeah, we might have to mm-hmm. rustle. We could probably get Gorn. I'm on, a, I'm on another VR Discord where some people want to play it too. Yeah, well, it's a, I'll have to carve out some time. I'll be yeah. out, I'll be out of town and stuff for a little bit, but um, yeah. So, dude, I'm I'm really glad this mod exists. It's only gonna get better. Um, my recommendation, I, I and I mentioned this to you when you were going into, it, is if if you're listening to this and you you're interested, and you want to play this game, play the game in 2D first. Just play the base game before you add the mod in there. Because it's going to be so much easier to understand what's going on. There's, there's, this is not the most complicated game in the world, but there are still things to understand about it and nuances and different mission types that it's going to be a lot. It's going to be really hard to go into VR and figure it out. But at least if you play in 2D and you hop into a game with other people, you can ask some questions. You'll learn that. Then when you're ready to hop into VR, um, it won't be as bad. Especially because this is not a native VR game, so it's there's not really that kind of handholding that would normally be in a in a game like this that's in VR. So you've got to kind of rely on your knowledge of of how the game works in, in 2D to, to to get it. otherwise I, I otherwise I can see people being frustrated. Okay, I have a question. I noticed the flare was attached to my right arm. Yeah. And I, I grabbed it with my left arm. So then what I, I was I wanted to throw the flares with my right arm, but I guess you can't. You have to use your left arm to throw. Yeah, hundred percent. That was a bizarre choice. I want to go in their Discord and ask them that. That's like the mm-hmm. first thing I noticed. Like most people are right-handed. Yeah, throwing flares is a really important thing in the game. You're like always throwing flares so you can see because these caves are dark. Why on earth do they put them on the right hand and you got to throw with the left hand? Makes no sense unless the person was just left-handed and just like fuck all you righties. <laughs> I, I, I had no idea. It's like welcome to my world as a left-handed could, yeah. person. I could barely throw the damn thing any distance. Um, I don't know. Was, my left, my left shoulder screwed up, but I don't know if it, if it's you know. I, I, could you get it to go very far with your left hand? No, like it's the 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 throw seemed pretty good. You know what I mean? Like the physics of the throwing it seemed good. Which and that was like a nice touch in this VR that you can actually throw the flares rather than hit like whatever the key it is in two D, right? Like so that was really cool. But yeah, it's not a natural movement. It's something that you kind of constantly need to be doing. So at least if they can give that option in VR, you know, like uh, Resident Evil has, you know, a lot of these games like Resident Evil, I think has it. Um, GTFO is really good. They have like a VR menu, right? Like the, by default, I would argue that that should definitely be on your left hand so you can throw it your right by default. Yeah. But at the least, if you're going to make a default on that, give the player the option or there's got to be a way to switch it around. Um that's yeah. That's a really bizarre choice. I I, I want to go in the Discord and ask him what's up with that. Um, I'm not like eager to hop back into that game right now. I want to see it kind of progress, but I, I also want to play it at some point, right? So yeah. Um, but o- overall, super. This is like the quintessential game to make in VR. It's really good. Like if I was if I was Oculus Studios, I would totally be talking to the development team that made deep rock galactic and trying to bring it natively to the quest two or whatever the next headset is like this is mm-hmm. this game would would absolutely crush and it's proven to be a highly successful 2d game it just is like a like it's to me it's like the perfect game to put in vr it's co-op 
Um, it's got a good community where you're not fighting each other. You're working as a team. Uh, the graphics are kind of cool, like the way they're stylized, but not d overly demanding on your system. So you can totally pull this off like in a quest. Um, yeah, it just it just makes me. It's it's times like this when I get so close to like this would be so perfect, and you've got to play a mod that's trying to do all it can on you know making use of like a a game that's two D. But you 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 know in your heart that if this was built from VR from the ground up, then it would just be one of the best VR experiences. Period. Yeah, there's a game that's sort of like it called Cave Digger, but it's nowhere near as good as and and Cave Digger doesn't have co-op as far as I know. Um, Cave Digger Two, I think, is what I'm thinking of. Yeah, no, this game. There's a lot to. I mean, people in the 2D game have just logged in hundreds and hundreds of hours. Like it's a game that you can just really fall into their seasons so you can get more cosmetics you can keep on upgrading your character which the upgrade screen i don't think was working in vr like the season screen wasn't working in vr so you're missing that like feedback loop of progression i guess you could just hop into the 2d thing but again there's 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 a level of jank and, and bugs that need to be worked out so uh, I'm, I'm glad that uh Fristine Alchemist released it and let people just hop in. I think this is when more bugs will come to light and more demand from the community so that they can keep on working. And they're, they're working on this game actively still, so the mod should only get better over time. Um, but it's off to it's off to a good start. I, I, I highly recommend Deep Rock Galactic if, if like you like the idea of like playing a co-op game. Just understand um, some of the limitations that currently exist. Yeah, one more thing about it. When I played flat, like the tutorial and stuff, when I was digging these tunnels into the rock, I, I felt like claustrophobic. And that's not something I normally ever feel. I felt claustrophobic as hell. And I'm like, I felt like I was being scared that I was going to be stuck in these tunnels. But when I was in VR, I didn't have that claustrophobic feeling. I don't know if it's because I have more of a, a view and like not just this little window like on a flat game. I didn't feel claustrophobic anymore. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. Yeah, it's interesting, but it's it's awesome being in these caves in VR, like exploring it. Like it's it's really cool. Yeah. So another VR mod I played. Uh, there's a there's a it's free now. A Firewatch VR mod. So this game Firewatch, I don't know, came out a few years ago, and it's an exploration game through the forest. You're like a park ranger, and you have a radio where you're talking to this other female park ranger as you explore. And I think it's a pretty cool story and definitely worth it because it, it looks great just walking through the forest. It's like this kind of like this open world forest. And um, you're kind of, it's kind of a mystery that you're, you're, you're figuring things out as you go. So that was cool. Um, then Pray for the Gods is another VR mod by the same guy that did the Firewatch mod. His name's something like Riker, Riku Parta. He does really good. He did the Outer Wilds VR mod. So pray for the gods. If you like Shadow of the Colossus for PlayStation 2, and they had a PlayStation 3 like HD version, it's it's like that. Um, I only got to the the first monster and climbed that one. It's in, you play it in third person instead of first person. I don't I don't think there's a way to do first person, but it was still the scale of this monster is still amazing because even playing third person, you're still like looking up at this giant ass monster um so that was cool left for dead there's a vr mod for that now uh, a free vr mod um i had to jump through some hoops to get it working right at first i couldn't get like it to work at all then i couldn't see my hands or, or the weapons 
and I fixed all that, figured out how to fix because I went on the you know the GitHub issues page and posted there, and people will help you if you have an issue. But then the main problem I had was the resolution was so low. It was like really low resolution that it wasn't even, you didn't even want to play it. Um, so the motion controls work, but it's like they're mapped to one hand. So when you move your, your right hand, you see both arms in the game move around. So the le your left hand doesn't do anything. Um, so like you'll be holding the gun with both arms and that's all attached to your right arm. Or you'll be holding an axe with both hands. And you have to press the trigger to swing the axe or, you know, to shoot the gun. I was reading that there's a way to make it higher res that people have figured out. And I was trying to do that, but I, I wasn't successful, so I don't know. It, it has multiplayer. Uh, the latest update to this mod added multiplayer, so maybe you'd be interested in it. But, I don't know, it might be too many hoops to jump through, Nick. Yeah, I'm definitely... I mean, like, there's always hoops with these mods right these these non-native vr mm -hmm. mods right it's just um you know how many hoops right and how aggravating and how good is the mod and uh right now it doesn't seem like it's uh it's ready for me to jump through those yeah. hoops it's gotta yeah. i'll wait till i'll wait till hear that it's like my god you've got to check this out it's mm -hmm. either like if i'm gonna jump through hoops it's got to be an, an amazing vr experience or if i'm gonna check it out even if it's not an amazing vr experience to at least like it's really easy to just uh you know, do this mod and then hop in, right? So it's, yeah. it's not there for me. Okay, so this other thing I checked out was Podracer VR. This is free. It was on itch.io. So if you just type in Podracer VR, itch.io, you'll see it. That was cool. I recommend trying that, especially if you like Star Wars at all. It's just, it's like the pod racing scenes from uh, episode one. And you use your motion controls. So, you know, your left hand and your right hand, there are these handlebars, and you push them forward to go forward and you know you, you turn by putting one of your hands forward and the other one back on the other handlebar um and or pull them both back to slow down and it was really fast so if you have motion sickness issues you're probably gonna have an issue with this but it i thought that was really cool there are different some there were like three different pod racers you could choose and there are two levels and it's free so there's no reason not to try it there was no there was no music though there was I guess maybe for copyright issues he didn't put any like Star Wars music in it but he's probably gonna add something like that so another game I tried Paranormal Detective Escape from the 80s that's just an escape room with this 80s theme so there's you know skateboards and power gloves and VHS players and all sorts of, there's all sorts of little things in there that you'll remember from the 80s like a speak and spell toys in there that you got to use for some of the puzzles and oh there's an arcade cabinet and it has this like uh, bomb, just bombs are coming down and you have to catch, it might have been um, you have to catch like NES cartridges that are dropping. That was pretty, it was only like five bucks on sale or something I think. So, I mean that was, that was you know, pretty good for an escape room. Kayak VR Mirage. Uh, this, I have, I have like the, uh, it's kind of like a beta version of this game so I have access to Three levels. There's a demo, a free demo on Steam for this game where you can try this one canyon level. But there's two other levels: an Antarctica level and then this like Nordic level. That and they'll have different. There's a night and then there's, you know, the daytime and then like the Nordic level has a storm. So while you're kayaking, there's lightning and rain, and the graphics are. There's some of the best graphics you're ever going to see in VR. And this is releasing uh, this month. So definitely look out for that if you're into that. So you can race, 
uh, other people's times. There's no like actual multiplayer that I, I don't know if they're going to try to add that. Or you can just do free roam. Some people in the Discord were saying they, they felt sick playing this. Um, but I don't ever get motion sick, so you know I'm not a good judge. But I don't know. Maybe maybe you got to be careful with that one. You can actually use the, the paddle to push off of rocks and push off of stuff in the environment, which I think is really cool. Yeah, that's cool. That game always looks really good in the screenshots. Yeah. Then I tried Tentacular. That was the game by Devolver Digital where you're 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 a giant octopus and you just you know you use your two motion controls with to control these two giant octopus uh, arms and you're interacting with these little it's kind of a little little bit of a kitty game because you know, it's cutesy cutesy kind of graphics and you're you're helping people on this island and it wasn't that interesting to me I mean, the main reason was the controls like dealing with these octopus appendages to pick everything up it was really tough and it kind of annoying because like you don't have obviously you don't have fingers and you're just picking them up with your suction cups and like it, it was just even just to do the most basic task it was sometimes kind of annoying just to get like to pick up a box and try to get the box into wherever they wanted it to go um, it was only okay. Then, um, I played, I finally played Moss, the Twilight Garden DLC, um, just because the Moss 2 came out, that made me want to go back into that, so I, I went through all of that, and I recommend that. Uh, Lone Echo 2, I, I, I beat that. Like, I hate having a game, like, just sitting there that I've, like, mostly played it, but I haven't beaten it yet. I, like, I have this need to beat it. So I beat that game even though I don't like it. I don't recommend it <laughs> at all. It uh, it looks it looks great. Um, but it's just not fun. It's yeah. just not. Yeah, like, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It it's so slow paced. Yeah. And there's so many cutscenes with just characters talking and talking and talking. Just stay away. Yeah, I uh, I grinded through the first one. I still I, I never beat it. I just finally gave mm -hmm. up because I just was like, it's gonna get good, right? Like because everyone's <laughs> like, oh, Lone Echo, blah blah blah, and like it just never. This is like the classic. You know, you look back on um, video gaming systems, and there was like an impressive game came out for that system, and everybody played it, but it wasn't just like a, a great game, right? Like that's that's Lone Echo. You know, I, I I don't know, I don't know. But anyways, um, good on you for for grinding through it. I, it's a good it's a it's a good quality way. You really got like a stick to itiveness, um, for better or for worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with some things, not with other things. Uh, anyway, the next game uh, I played was Path of the Warrior. That's another Oculus exclusive. It's a beat 'em up, so it's kind of like Final Fight or Streets of Rage, but in VR in first person. Um, so you're, you're punching with your actual fists and there's a, but it's kind of weird. There's a button you press to kick because obviously they can't track your legs really with an Oculus. So you just press a button and you see this leg, you know, flying, flying back and forth. So you could just like walk up to everyone and just kick, 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 just tap, 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 tap on the button and, and kill them. It was, it was done really well and, and you know, like I was impressed by it, but like I just kind of got tired of punching and kicking because it's just a lot of the same thing. 
Yeah, the, the, I, I played the, I yeah. played that game when it came out. That was maybe like two years ago. Yeah, it was a while. Uh, but yeah, I, I uh, speaking of games that I haven't beaten. Yeah, I got two point on that. I think I was like in the arcade level boss, uh-huh. and I like I was just like at that point I was done. Yeah, yeah, the bosses are where they change it up more. Like finally, you have like the bosses have different attack patterns. You have to figure out what you have to do to beat them. But the fighting the main the regular enemies just got really boring to me. Um, I don't know. So, Song in the Smoke. I reviewed this on one of our previous shows. Uh, I beat that, and I fucking loved that. Song in the Smoke. I mean, you're you're all alone, survival. Um, you're like a caveman, building fires, hunting animals, trying to survive. You're. It's an. Ex, it's one of one of these exploration games that I love, and um, I couldn't recommend it more to someone that's into that type of game. I loved it. Uh, Polygon Nightmare. That's a that's a game. Uh, if you've ever heard of Dactyl Nightmare, that was a very early VR game that there were had in arcades on those old last VR headsets that were giant. They were like supported by. A, oh yeah, in the nineties yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, in the nineties. Yeah, everybody. Anybody who's like seen uh, VR in the nineties, that's what they show mostly. <laughs> yeah. mostly. Yeah. Yeah. So Polygon Nightmare is a free um, a free game on Oculus. That is just like Dactyl Nightmare. If you want to try that out, and I th- there might be two player. I don't know. I just played it single player, but I mean that's that's cool if you want to see what Dactyl Nightmare is like in VR. Then a Dragon Fist VR Kung Fu that got be haptic support, and so I tried that out, and that was cool. But when I'm in the middle of a fight, I'm so I'm trying so hard to survive that I'm not even like I felt my I wasn't even really paying attention to the to the, the, the haptic feedback much. I was just too focused on trying to kick the other guy's ass. Um, I don't know. And of course, you're only, gonna, you're only going to feel it on your body, at least in my case, because I only have the body uh, vest. Um, Everslot, I tried that again. I, I had that before, and then I refunded it, and then I bought it again because it, it has haptic support. And then I felt the same way I did before. I just don't, I just don't really like this game much. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure why. Most people seem to like it. Uh, Until You Fall. I went into that thinking it had like native behaptic support, but I think it's only a mod, and then I didn't bother to do the mod. That game is hard as hell. I suck at that. Have you ever tried Until You Fall? Yeah, I got it when it first came out. Played it for a while, and you know this is one of these loop, you know, loop games, right? Yeah. These, um, roguelike. Roguelike, right? Yeah. Like roguelike is is just a. Uh, word that we've invented in the last five years to say that there's not a lot of real content in terms of moving forward <laughs> in a story it just repeats itself and gets harder and yeah uh people falling for that like uh, <laughs> a lot of people like it so i probably make people some people upset when i say that but back in the day this i, I feel like you know you you wouldn't have this would not be a good game like that's not like a good mechanic um but yeah i mean until you fall like i i get why people like it it's um played it for a while and it's tough it will get you moving i think that's like a good like accidental workout game yeah um but like a lot of these things that they're good for a few hours in my book and then i move on yeah yeah and once you get to these difficult enemies you have to block very specifically and i don't i don't like having to like have my sword at a specific angle in order to block and i'm just not fast enough but you could put it on a lower difficulty. I didn't. I haven't tried that. 
Yeah, it's kind of like a rhythm game in a sense, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, like a combat rhythm game. Yeah. Yeah. So then um, I, I went into VR Paradise again because there was some new DLC. So I wanted to try that out. And, you know, I'm... I'm. Uh, I haven't been in a in a relationship with a woman for a while now because you know mine has fallen apart. So this has been you know a little. Uh, I can pretend I'm, pretend I you know, <laughs> pretend there's some woman interested in me in VR Paradise. Um, so then, Guilford Castle VR is a free uh, VR demo where you can try out. You can walk around this this uh, castle in England, and that was kind of cool. It looked pretty cool. Um, if you're interested in like castles and history stuff, um, Vermilion is this VR painting app. I only played it once cause I'm not really interested in painting. I, um, you know, it, it, if you're into painting, it's probably great. I don't know why I bought it. I think I was just looking for something to buy. Uh, Larsenots, uh, I, well, I might've played that with you. Yeah. We played that together. And that was the last time I played it. Then the final game was Traffic Jams. Um, I don't recommend that at all. That was like in a free bundle. So, uh, you know, it, uh, it doesn't have finger tracking, which is weird. You have to press specific buttons on your controller to do these like motion, these uh, traffic, street traffic crossing guard motions on your controller. So instead of like, to point, you don't actually point with your controller. You have to press like the A button to point, and you have to press the B button to do this. So I don't, I don't recommend that. I'm looking at um, Guilford Castle because it was like, oh, castles are kind of cool. It's yeah. free. I'm looking at this one post, a review. This person says, I live around 10 miles from Guildford, a town I know quite well, although I've never visited the castle. This is an absolute gem of a VR experience. <laughs> Dude. Go to the fucking Go castle. The, yeah. This is not for you. Wow. <laughs> this, is, this is hilarious. Like, oh my God. This That's is funny. for me who would have to hop on a plane just to see a castle. Like, I'll hit the free download button and maybe put a helmet on my head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I live near DC and I never go to anything around here. But yeah, if there if a if an app popped up showing all these DC monuments, I'd probably go check it out. And then yeah, never go to the monuments in real life. That's funny. <laughs> So that's it. All right, let's see. What did I uh what did I play? I did play some games. We played War Warplanes, which will battle over Pacific, which we'll review. Vox Machina, I must have hopped in it once. Pop one, I don't even remember playing it. Elven Assassin, I barely played it. Uh Resident Evil Two I play, I spent some time with. Dis Valley Golf, I think I clicked on it by accident, that's why it showed up. Um Walkabout, did I I I think I might have played some Walkabout. God, I can't remember this uh and I tried Star Wars Squadrons because, regrettably, I, I kept on purchasing that game, hoping it would work one day. And, like, I think, again, when I tried playing it, it wasn't working. So, now I just, like, I, I hate myself for the fact that I wasted 30 bucks on that game. Um, but that's not the that's not the first time I've wasted money on a VR game. So It wasn't working? You mean the performance was bad? No, just literally the game wasn't literally not working, period. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah, and uh, like the reviews at the time were saying, like, it's broke again. So, like, the whole ah. thing's just a fucking dumpster fire that I should just hide the game on my Steam VR list so I don't see it. Wow. Um, yeah, so I'm not salty about that at all. It's all good. That's, that's one of those ones I've been meaning to go back to, but even I just just don't. I'm just not that interested in that, in that type of game. I don't know. 
it had its moment, right? And like this is a bad launch. Like it had its moment where it should have been awesome. It should have been launched right. It should have been worked in VR, and it didn't. And it was even janky in two D, and not even that particularly great game. And yeah, that's uh, it's it's too bad. It's what a waste of money. Um, what are you gonna do? Uh, yeah. So yeah, that was it. It's been it's been a light. It's been a light month. Um, Resident Evil Two is the shining thing in my VR right now. I think like Pop One, you know, I, I like Pop One. You and I play Pop One. I think again, like when uh, we get to like the fall winter, um, that's always a fun game to pop in because they keep on updating it. And by every time we like like walk away from that game for a while and come back, like it's like oh look what they've done and it, and it, and it's and it's fun and you get into it. So that's a, that's a game that's been good in my library and uh, you know I've gotten a lot of time out of it and I'll, I'll hop in. Um, Disc Valley, Disc Golf Valley, like I said, I uh, I clicked on it probably by accident. Like that game should be really good, but the developer like stopped working on it. Like Disc Golf Valley is a um, like a mobile game that they brought to VR. So somebody must have got permission in the company or worked on it, and it actually is pretty damn good in VR. It just needs like multiplayer. I mean, it needs like other things and maybe some like updates that the mobile game has certainly gotten it, but it's just been like forgotten about. And again, like that's the kind of game that I'm like, if you bring that to Quest, like they would probably start printing money. I mean, Disc Golf is huge now. That game felt of the like couple Disc Golf games I played, that game felt the best. It's, it's, um, it's, it's not pure simulation. It's not pure arcade. It's a nice kind of, fun balance where they think they did a good job with the vr putting feels fantastic in that game um yeah it's it's kind of a bummer i mean i had i had fun for a few hours but i i was hoping that they would continue working on that game and i would love to hop god that game would be so much fun to hop into friends hop in the game of friends it'd be like you know playing walkabout like that kind of level only disc golf um so it's i don't know maybe maybe it's not completely Given up hope, but I would I would say at this point, seeing no update, I have no idea. Maybe they just abandoned it. All right, let's uh let's go to the news. What do we got? Oh yeah, speaking of walkabout, there was just a, a new course just came out DLC. Dude, walkabout's crushing it. I love yeah. walkabout. I have I I haven't played it really much in a while, but like anytime I hop into, I'm like, this game's so good. Yeah, I haven't played it in a while too, but yeah, I, I need to go back into it. Yeah, all these mods are what I've been doing. Yeah, you know, but now though. I'd be an, I'd be a jackass if I played walkabout mini golf because there's like a mini golf place five minutes from me. I should take my girlfriend and I should go play there. Um, oh, you know, yeah. like this is the time. Like I should not be playing mini golf in VR unless it's raining and I need a fix. But you know, that's does that's, she, that's where I'm at. Does she like mini golf? Ah, she'll go. Like who doesn't like mini golf? You know what I yeah. mean? Like you, you you know it's it's one of those things to do. Like it's it's so funny during the winter and the pandemic when you're not doing anything like you're playing walkabout i was playing walkabout mini golf we were doing a league in the discord and it's like oh my god i can't wait to go and play uh mini golf and then it gets nice and and i'm like i was like shit i I didn't do that so um yeah i'll have to put on my radar i'll I'll have to go play some mini golf it's always uh it's always uh kind of fun for an hour here and here and there you know you go mini golfing like twice a year the way you maybe go bowling once a year it's one of those things that you just do in life yeah, the last time I did mini golf, it was at a, a mini golf course like on the by a beach, and it had all these animatronic dinosaurs at each co- at each hole. It was awesome. Yeah, dude, some are some are really cool. And there was um, 
I think the guy's name is Brooks Holt. I'm sorry if I'm butchering his name, but um, yeah, I was watching like this YouTube channel he has where he would just travel around with his girlfriend, like around the country, just playing mini golf courses. And uh, you know, it's kind of like one of those like YouTube rabbit holes that you fall down and mm. you just watch. So I was watching. There was like, a period during the pandemic where I was just watching that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wow. All right. Uh, so. Yeah, there have been a lot of VR mods that have come out lately. So Elden Ring has one of been one of those popular ones, but I I, ha- I still haven't tried it because I don't feel like buying Elden Ring for sixty bucks, and it's not really this is not my type of game. I never have been into those uh, Dark Souls games or Bloodborne and all that shit. But uh, there's also a mod you can add to it where you can get co-op. So if if anybody out there wants co-op in Elden Ring in VR, you can do that apparently. That's a Luke Ross mod, and those mods use this alternate eye rendering that it just kind of looks weird. Have you, you did you ever try one of his mods? I probably asked. No, you I have not. I mean, I've heard okay. enough about it to stay away from it. What about the um? Did we talk about the Wolfenstein? Did you try that mod? I I tried it, and I didn't like. I didn't like. Like it, it looked weird to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this Wolfenstein Wolfenstein New Order mod. It it got some sort of semi motion controller support, but I think you'd have I think you had to add on some other additional thing to make that work. I'm not sure how well that works, but yeah, I went into it and um, when I was moving my head around, the scene was just kind of moving strangely as I moved my head. Um, but a friend of mine tried it and he liked it and said it worked great for him. So I don't know if I had something set up wrong or who no, knows. I don't think I, I'm, I was trying to read between the lines and it's not like when we talk about deep rock galactic mod where it's got full motion controls, you're standing in like mm-hmm. the Wolfenstein isn't like that. There's some jankiness where you're like aiming the gun off your head and there's yeah. a debate about that. I was like, I don't, I don't want that shit. Like it's mm-hmm. either VR or it's not VR. Like that's it. I'm not gonna. I'm, I I just can't deal with that. I could play with a controller if you know it looks good, and when I move my head, if it the whole. See, I was moving my head, and then the world seemed like it was moving too. Um, it's hard to describe. It's like what that what that feels like. Doesn't um, what you're describing does not. I don't want any of that. Yeah, I don't that's, either. Yeah. You go, you get spoiled. You know, like maybe mm-hmm. if like you didn't have VR and that's the first thing you played, your first foray into VR, be like, this is amazing. And you just tolerate. But like, you know, you've been in this since 2014. I've been in 2017. Like, it's just like, I'm not that desperate, right? Like the, mm-hmm. the, the bar gets, the bar increases, right? As time goes on of what we consider acceptable and what we're going to deal with in VR. Yeah. And, and there's already too much out there to play as it is right now, I think. Um, when you count all the mods. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. Yes. And we talked about Resident Evil 7 and 8. And we talked about Deep Rock Galactic. That that open beta started recently. There's Quake 3 now on side quests uh, for Quest 2. I don't know if it's on Quest also. But I, I don't have a Quest, so I can't try that. I would love to try that. Because um, I love fast-paced FPS uh, games like that. Uh, Left 4 Dead, we talked about. There's something called the Dark Mod. If you like Thief games, did you ever play Thief on PC? Uh, no, it's not my cup of tea. I, I'm aware of those games because they've been around for you know 20 plus years, I believe. Yeah, yeah since so the late 90s. I didn't know about this until I heard about this mod, but there's something called the Dark Mod that you can get for free on PC. Just Google the Dark Mod, and it's I think to people that like Thief, it's like 
it's like maybe the best version of Thief out there. Even it's like you know, um, it's not an actual official game. It's a fan project. Well, there's a VR mod now for it, uh, so you could try that out. And the Half Life Two VR dev is the guy who made the VR mod, so it's probably good. Um, that you know, Half Life Two VR mod will come out probably really soon. Uh, so Firewatch, as I said, that's became free. The same developer of that mod is working on the Stanley Parable Deluxe uh, mod right now. That'll probably come out soon. The Stanley Parable Deluxe came out recently on Steam, so it's not the original. I don't know how much difference is there between this deluxe version and the original the Stanley Parable. Uh, so some other big news was there's some sort of, I don't know if this is a leak, but there there will be four new meta headsets by 2024. So we already know about the code name Cambria that's going to come out this year, probably around September. Then there's a code name Stinson that's going to come out in 2023, and that's everyone thinks that's going to be the Quest 3. Then there's code name Funston that's going to come out in 2024, which is supposed to be the next version of Cambria. And then there's code name Cardiff, which is also coming out in 2024, which will be the next quest. It might be Quest 4. It might be Quest 3 Pro. Who knows? So about Cambria, like uh, Zuckerberg has said, like this is where they're they're trying to make this a, a laptop replacement. But the, the res of that will be 2160 by 2160 per eye. And I don't think that's high enough res yet. Maybe they think Funston in 2024 could be maybe be a laptop replacement uh, I'm not sure and there have been recently there were two Cambria videos and one of them had Mark Zuckerberg using Cambria but they kept the Cambria all pixelated so you couldn't see it at all which is funny because there have been so many leaks about the Cambria and even the very detailed schematics have leaked recently where you can see every little bit every little part uh, that's that's in the Cambria if you want to look that up well, let he, me ask you this yeah. though. So the Cambria is not a like a gaming headset the way the Quest is. It's like instead of the, they're competing for somebody who's going to go out and, and buy a laptop computer, they would they're trying to compete with that and have this VR headset. Is that yeah, the, what you're saying? And they're also saying it's more focused on work. So yeah, I, maybe that they're going to go for yeah. This is a this is a laptop replacement and try to sell it that way. But it That's has really interesting. That's really yeah. interesting. It has eye and face tracking, so they they want you to be able to be more social with it. Uh, so probably for meetings, because um, they have you know meeting software they they already have, and it's uh, going to have a depth sensor. Whereas Quest Two didn't have that; they just had a guess depth. Uh, it has a built-in depth, and then the cameras will have three times the resolution of Quest Two. It's going to have pancake lenses that you know make it much lighter. Instead of the the traditional like uh, Fresnel lenses, so these pancake lenses are thinner, and they can make the front of the headset thinner. Also, um, a problem with pancake lenses that I've heard is that they don't they're not as optically efficient, so they don't let enough, as much light through. So you end up having to make the display a lot brighter to compensate for that. But in those videos, they were just like Zuckerberg was messing with this little cartoon animal. You know, it just looked very kitty, which is weird. I thought they were they're focusing this, I thought, toward, you know, high-end work users. But all the stuff he was doing, the mixed reality stuff, what didn't look impressive at all. So I don't know 
what they're doing with that. Uh, yeah, they, but, they're they're marketing and when they showcase things it's just so terrible it just yeah. so, it's misses the mark i don't think it just misses the mark for you and i these these vr enthusiast nerds mm-hmm. but i think every it just like i don't know who is it hitting or what's the audience for that i don't know i'm confused by it um you know i i think i saw a really quick snippet so i have a vague idea of what you're talking about but i don't know and they say the price is going to be significantly higher than eight hundred dollars Wow. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I'm listen, I'm I'm really interested to see what they're doing. I'm mm-hmm. uh I I have like very little judgment on it. Um yeah. it's just a wait and see. Yes, yeah, my biggest issue with Quest 2 and Quest was, was the comfort. So this thing's going to have the battery in the back it looks like. So there'll be a lot less weight in the front. And so if if it if it can play everything the Quest 2 can maybe I'll get one. And if it's good for PC VR also, maybe, I don't know. So another thing, PSVR 2 will have uh, 20 plus major first and third party titles at launch, Sony said. I don't know what they mean by major. I'm betting a lot of these are just going to be old games that we already knew about. But they recently had a state of play video where they showed Horizon Call of the Mountain and they've told us that it's going to have a full campaign and an immersive river ride experience. So I was worried from previous footage that all it was going to be was this little like river ride experience thing because that's all they had showed. But this new footage that they just showed out at the state of play showed like what looked like a full campaign. So like you're climbing ladders with your with your hands, you're using a, a bow and arrow. I mean, and it looks really good. And um so it looks like a real game. So that's good. They showed Resident Evil 8 gameplay. So that's coming to PSVR 2. But I don't care now. I already beat Resident Evil 8, you know, in VR on my PC with the Prey Dog mod. But some good news is they showed Resident Evil 4 Remake is coming out. I think it's the first time it's ever been announced. And they said it's going to have VR content. So I'm betting it's just going to be some little extra side thing. Like maybe a wave shooter or some crap. Because I bet Oculus bought the rights to RE4 and VR. So they they can't do this, uh, this remake for PSVR 2. But this remake is coming to PC. So we'll end up getting that in uh in vr with prey dogs mods because it's running on the same engine oh that's good for there you go pc wins once i you know i didn't really like i didn't beat resident evil 4 it was fun for a while but it just drags on and um Mm -hmm. just really didn't do anything for me in the in the long run like i gave it a positive review i felt good mm -hmm. about it it was fun but like after a certain point things feel uh, repetitious but that's me with resident evil games people love that and i i'm not a resident evil fan per se so Resident Evil Four is more of an action game. Was it? Was that what board? But you like action, so uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just like I think like the environments weren't as interesting. Like the village mm-hmm. was just like the um, how it looked, mm-hmm. it was like the Browns and oh yeah, like the Browns stuff. I mean, plus I, I mean I'm playing also at the heart of it. I'm playing a game from 2004 for GameCube. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the Resident Evil 2 remake for PC that we're playing modded, like that just like the atmosphere is just way more interesting. Like there's times where I'm like screaming, you know, kind of deal uh, yeah. or like jumping, like 
Resident Evil 4, it never really had that those moments that much. It, oh, okay. it wasn't as atmospheric as that. But I think that might also just be because I'm playing a game from 2004. So I, I don't know. The remake, it, it looked like they're trying to make it more atmospheric and more horror. So you might like that one. Yeah, probably. Probably wasted my time playing the other yeah. one. So uh, another thing that came out, which, you know, I'm not actually interested in this, but Pimax announced the Crystal QLED headset, is what they're calling it. Uh, it's going to be eighteen ninety nine. Uh, it's wire. It's a wireless headset with twenty eight eighty by twenty seven twenty per eye, mini LED. What that means is it's going to have thousand like thousands of LEDs as the backlight. The screen will still be LCD. It's very confusing because there's the term mini LED and then there's micro LED. Well, micro LED is where the LEDs are the actual display. We don't have anything like that yet. Micro LED is still like that's from what I read. That's a tough technology to get working, especially in small form factors. Uh, And it it gets really hot. And I don't think they've really figured out how to deal with that, especially on a really small form factor. So micro LED, it's it's usually now I think really big displays. Like if you want a giant projector size screen, um, that's what that's good for. It'll have swappable lenses with either, this is weird to me, either 110 field, degree field of view or 120, which I don't know why you're going to bother swapping out your lenses and like risk getting dust and shit on your display for that difference. I don't know. Then, but there, I was wondering what the hell's the difference between this and the other one that they announced. They re, re, previously announced the Reality 12K QLED which is going to be 200 degrees field of view, but that one will have on bo- onboard body tracking and it's going to be 23.99. Um I, I can't believe Pimax is still a thing. I can't either. You know, like cuz it's such it's just like seems like a jank fast and these marketing BS promises that are just really stretching the, the limits of imagination in terms of what uh truth is in marketing I, I i don't know i mean and then also how big is the market they're they're only saving grace right now is that you know we don't have a competitor in the pc gaming space for v uh vr headsets you know quest yeah. i'm sorry index came out three years ago every i think we hit the three-year mark yeah probably you know with nothing yeah. new coming up so this is this is i guess this is their time to to run rampant and try to uh sell to everybody who wants to deal with some jank and just needs to have that you know number go up on their resolution i don't know to pl- but to play what also <laughs> like yeah. the games have been so like not like you know motivating well, like it, a lot of the people that want these headsets are, are flight sim guys or maybe racing sim guys. All right, thank you for helping to clarify that. Yeah, that makes sense. I I can I can racing sim guys and flight guys. I get it now. So um, put your pitchforks down. Okay, I get it. <laughs> Listen, I I hope for all of us um, we get a real PC headset. What do you, this is not looking good though. Valve is not looking good. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna have the Valve Index three years from now using that thing on life support. Oh yeah, and there was a Reddit post where some guy said that they. They're almost done working on their uh, wireless solution for Index. Like he had a video of him using this, some wireless thing that 
he's some third party guy who's making his his like index wireless adapter. I don't know if it's actually going to come out, but it was on Reddit. Um, I put it on the Discord in the VR hardware section. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So um, I thought this was interesting. Zero Latency is a, a location-based VR uh, place. They have location, locations all over the world. I went to the one in Vegas, and I, I did it a few years ago where they had backpack PCs, and they had pretty low-quality headsets that I was using at the time. Um, and it still was really, really cool because you don't have to use any artificial walking or turning ever. You just you have this big open area and you walk around everywhere and that's what's was so unique about it. And they have their own proprietary games. Like they have Far Cry VR, Undead Arena, Singularity, and Soul Raiders. I got to try Singularity. Far Cry wasn't out yet. And that was really cool and really intense where it was me and I don't know, maybe ten, it might have been like 10 people total all running around in the same room not seeing each other in real life we're seeing each other in vr and it's all synced up so you don't run into anybody because you see their you know their their character in vr and we're running around fighting all these robots and flying drones and shit in this like sci-fi world it was really cool there but the news was they're gonna um they're gonna switch to vive focus threes which are wireless headsets and because they have wi-fi 6e which can go up to six gigahertz and I looked it up to Quest 2. Quest 2 can't do 6E. It can do just Wi-Fi 6. So I'm wondering if headsets start moving to Wi-Fi 6E, if the wireless is going to get even better, if this big company Zero Latency decided to... Because like, I haven't heard much about Vive Focus 3 until, until this uh, story. So they won't have backpack PCs anymore. It'll just all be wirelessly streamed to these headsets. Um, and I, I'm just curious how well that'll work. So I, I've been to zero latency and I've been to the void twice, but the void is, is closed down, but I read something where they might be coming back. The void was cool as hell because, well, the difference was the void. You're actually going to interact with physical objects and stuff that are in the room that are mapped to the game. Like, you know, like I walked up to a sink in the Ghostbusters experience in the game. And then I felt, and there was an actual sink there. That they and and there's all like all sorts of things like heat and cold and wind and vibration and all sorts of stuff at the void. So I hope stuff like that comes back eventually. Uh, zero latency. It was just one big open area. There was no there were no like crazy effects going on. So then, uh, as far as releases, the last Clockwinder came out June second. I haven't tried that. Green Hell for PC VR is coming out June 9th. Kayak VR Mirage is coming out June 28th. F1 22 by EA. That's coming out July 1st and we'll have VR support. And then there's this game called Lawn. I don't know if you've ever seen it. L-O-N-N. They released a trailer that's pretty impressive. It's coming out in, in 20, sometime in 2022. It sort of looks like um, it's physics-based, so it's sort of like Boneworks, but it looks like Half-Life a little bit. It looks like some sort of cyberpunk game. So you might be interested in that. And uh, that's about all I have as far as news. All right. Very good. Very, very, very good. You know, that made me think you're, you're um, talking about the zero latency backpack and the like these sites where you go and have these experiences that made me think about Space Pirate Trainer DX, you know, like be a uh, 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 God. Yeah, I want to try that. I know. 
I know all these people with like headsets, and I've not done that. But also, the game's twenty five bucks, and I feel like I'd play it once. You know, oh yeah, you have to. I didn't think about that. You'd have to buy it again. I didn't know it's that expensive. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's got like almost five stars and thirty two hundred ratings. So thirty two hundred yeah ratings on on the Quest Store. So people are playing it. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's pretty interesting. Anyways. Let's go to the review for the show. So this is Warplanes Battles Over Pacific. It's by Home Net Games. Came out March 30th, 2022. It is 1499. It sits at 81% on Steam and Quest App Lab says 4.5 out of 5 for the rating. Um, you know, you brought my attention to this game because you knew I liked the um the Warplanes, the World War 1 version. And I, I kind of liked it, and I was hot mm-hmm. on it. And like, I, I had like, I remember in my review, I had this description of saying like, I was like, just kind of blown away, like, like first loading it up and sitting in these like World War One, you know, biplanes, and just the, the just the feeling of that was really cool. It's one of those, you know, I think we have fewer and fewer between like awesome like in awe VR moments as being kind of VR veterans at this point. Uh, but that gave me one and that was really cool. And then like, you know, I, I, I bring this up because I'm going to spoiler alert. This is, this is a short review for me because this is really just the same exact game, but with different planes, like that's it. It's like a reskin. Um, and I I find World War One planes more interesting, especially with like the open cockpit. You kind of gives you a sense of wow that's lost to me on the World War Two planes, which are enclosed. Um, but the, my review of the first one was generally positive. I think my criticism was that it had a campaign, but the campaign felt very, um, very soulless. Um, it would set up scenarios, but everything kind of felt samey or you're kind of going with either really stupid odds where you as one plane are crushing all these planes and the planes are flying around the same. Or if you jack up the difficulty, you're getting crushed. Like it just, it, there's nothing to keep me going, even though one could argue that there was content there and that there was a bunch of campaign missions and there's a bunch of planes and you can upgrade. So uh, I think for me at the time it ran well, the price point was great. It like the experience alone would just feeling like I was in a plane was cool, but it didn't have anything to keep me in the longevity despite having multiplayer. Uh, and I will say the same. I'm going to, I'm just going to do my review in one fall soup and let like, cut you loose, <laughs> Justin, um, because this is just the nature of this. I've only spent maybe an hour in this game. Um, you know, that game didn't hold my attention. This game held my attention even less because the planes are less interesting and it's just more of the same. So I guess the way I would frame this game for anybody, first of all, I mean, fourteen ninety nine is a great price point. You know, if you're remotely interested in like a World War II airplane game, like this is kind of the only game in town. Um, so you you're gonna you might as well grab it and enjoy it for for what's there. For me, it just it, it just didn't have enough. It didn't take this kind of formula to the next level. It was just a reskin, and um, yeah, I, I I don't see myself playing this game anymore. So if I had to give a rating on it. Um, because it is essentially the same game, only just the wild factor is less for me now. I'd say it's a six and a half or seven at best. But again, I, I think your mileage is going to vary. Anybody who is is craving a World War II airplane game, 
this is it, man. This is it. And the price point's fine and it runs great. So, so, so grab it. Um, but just, you know, only expect so much. All right, man, I'll turn it over to you. I'll turn it over to you. I, I kind of have nothing more, unfortunately, to say about this. Yeah, there, I've always wondered, there are games out there like DCS World, like these combat games that you can play in VR. And there's um, some other ones, like there's one called like Thunder something that I haven't tried. And I'm wondering how good they are. Like compared to, because I think some of them you can do World War II type stuff, but I'm just really not into uh, flight sims. So I've never tried the Microsoft Flight Simulator and, you know, all this other stuff. So I, I don't know much as how to compare it. But um, I think this game's pretty fun. Uh, I think I like this one more than the original, the uh, other one. Because these newer planes appeal to me more than those old planes. That You, li- you like the older planes more. Um, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an old plane hipster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because well, you had that game from the '90s, right? That it reminds yeah, you of. Yeah, a hundred. I had that Wings from Cinemaware mm-hmm. Games from yeah. the Amiga. That that that's. I think that's what really. I, I think that was like some wish fulfillment was going on, or like when I first loaded it up, I had that 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 feeling came flooded back. So I think that definitely that that did something for me emotionally. Um, and then unfortunately what's the rest in the game? I mean, like, look, look, there's content. There's like, you can upgrade plans. There's different plans. Like mm-hmm. that's cool. I, and this is not a knock on, on that. It's just, you know, there's so many games, there's so little time and you need yeah. to, you need to have a magic formula that like will keep you hooked and addicted to it. And this is, this is missing something. That's my, my point. Yeah, so the graphics were nice in the cockpit, but if you get down close to the ground, you can see that the ground textures are low res, and then the trees are are like flat, kind of like cardboard. Um, but it 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 looks fine, um, playing normally. And there's like while you while you fly, there's dramatic music, and you hear the bullet fire, and you can hear like hear it hitting hitting you as you're flying the the bullets. And I was looking at my wing, and I could see my wing getting bullet holes in it as people were shooting at me, which I thought was cool. And the most important thing was it has f- B-haptic support. So I wore my B-haptic's vest and played it, so I was feeling all these, all the bullet fire in my vest. Did you try it with the vest? I ch- I, I did try it with the vest, and um, it, it's, it was cool that it offered support, and it, it was around that time I'm just like, I'm going to move on. And okay. uh, it's funny, dude. I... Uh, <laughs> This just makes me really wish Vox Machina will do uh, haptic because I can see how cool it would be, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, so then the controls are motion controls. So, um, or I think you could use your analog sticks if you want to, or you can use a HOTAS, which I don't have. Um, so you have a throttle and you have the, the joystick um, in your cockpit. And um, I don't know, you get... There's 10 planes. You can pick three difficulties, two different. There are two different cannons, and I sometimes wasn't understanding which one I should use. And there, you can drop bombs and shoot rockets. So that's something that I don't think is in the World War One one. I don't. I, I I don't know. I don't know if you if you know that, Nick. Um, oh, yeah, I, I understand. So, yeah. yeah, I understand that this feels just like the like just like a reskin. Some people were complaining that this should have just been DLC or something. But since it's only fourteen ninety nine, you know, I'm like, whatever. It, it seems like a good enough price, and I had fun. But I don't, 
I didn't try the multiplayer. I just did the single player missions. But yeah, you beat a mission and then you just see on your map, now there are more missions. But there's no story. You know, you just upgrade your plane and then go to that. It kind of feels like a mobile game. I think it was a mobile game. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I, I think that's I think that's what you're feeling, and and that's okay. why. And that's the thing. That's like you know what I said in the first review. It's like, man, you've got the guts here. You've got the foundation yeah. here, right? Like, the next move is to make a game, and don't don't work with the people who did the campaign for Vox Machina. That's how you do it wrong. But like <laughs> you know, like the cutscenes. But to have a story where you have some characters and like you know you're up in the air and you, there's just something that gives you that level of immersion. That yes, you're you're actually in this war and there there's things at stake and you're not just kind of flying these planes and shooting these these things. I mean, it's just like this arcadey kind of wave like experience. It, this yeah. is a wave shooter in the air, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And and it and you're right. It's funny that you say it's a mobile game because I think it was. So yeah, yeah. But the, you know, I'll tell you this: the price point fourteen. Like these guys are good. They figured it. Like God bless them. They they priced it appropriately. Where it it it's it's worth a bite. Yeah, and I feel the same way as you about the rating. Where you're like six and a half, seven at best, somewhere in there. Same thing. Yeah. All right. Well, there it is. Thanks for the review copy. Um, I think this will will do well. People are like the first one. We'll we'll you're getting more of the same, so you'll like it. People, you felt like me, maybe can maybe could skip it. So kind of shrug your shoulders, flip a coin, and and you're gonna land on it. What um what game? What are you most excited for um in terms of games in VR coming up? Well, Resident Evil Four Remake, but that's not gonna come out until March of 2023. Um hmm, upcoming. Man, that's a tough question because Green Hell, I tried a demo of the PC version that had bad performance, so I'm a little bit scared of that. That's coming out June 9th. Kayak VR Mirage, pretty pretty into that, but you know, I'm not. It's nothing like a Resident Evil game or something. F122, a lot of people are excited about that. I don't. I'm not that interested in in racing. Uh, do you ever re- play racing games in VR? I, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, so it does nothing for me. Um, hmm. I don't know. I I can't I can't think of anything that I'm really excited about. I just I'm excited. I want to finish Resident Evil Three. <laughs> That's what I'm excited about right now, and and playing more of these other mods. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm 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 with you, man. Um. This, this it's okay that the summer's light. Like I'm. Look. It, in terms of gaming. There's always been the thing where you start seeing games and releases in the fall, right? When the weather's turning, people going back to school or whatever, vacations are over, and then around the holidays. So it's it's understandable that we're getting kind of this this dearth of games. I think Green Hell, I was excited about it until I saw that's a single-player game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I've said it before. I, I absolutely loved um, – what was the other – God, what's that other game? The forest. The forest. I loved the forest because I was able to play with a group of people, and it was really mm-hmm. fun to, to do that experience together. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm going to pay attention to Green Hell. It's gotten really good reviews on Quest Two, so we'll see where that lands. Maybe maybe that's a maybe that's a game I, I grab. But um, yeah, it's it's kind of like that. I hope everybody enjoys the the summertime. Make sure you take off your your headsets and go outside, and uh, especially you live in areas where. 
it's uh, cold in the wintertime. Um, that's, that, that's my advice. And uh, anything in closing before we uh, shut this down, Justin? I don't know. That's it. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening as, as always. And we'll catch you next time. Take care.